Live from the betting capital of the world. Vegas, baby, Vegas! It's Wager Talk with Teddy Covers and Ralph Michaels. It's Monday here in Sin City, and welcome to Wager Talk. Ted Zabransky, Teddy Covers, at Teddy underscore Covers on Twitter. Joined by my co-host and good friend Ralph Michaels at CalSportsLV on Twitter. Welcome to all of you watching on the Sports Grid TV network. Welcome to Zumo viewers on Channel 719. Welcome to those of you listening on the iHeartRadio network and all of our podcast outlets. This is your Sports Central for betters, and we have a loaded show today. We're going to go through every game in the NFL from yesterday. Talk about what you learned and what you should take away from those contests. We'll look at Monday Night Football tonight, go through the props, talk a little NBA, talk a little college hoops. And then we've got Arthur DeCesar from the Link Sportsbook, one of the Caesars properties here in Las Vegas. He'll talk about the carnage for sportsbooks this past weekend. It was a bad day for the books on Saturday. It was a worse day for the books on Sunday. Betters cleaned up this weekend, Ralph. Many betters did. Uh, not every better, obviously. But let's start in the NFL. Let's start with one of the wildest innings we've seen all year. That, of course, the fumble six on the last play. Point spread insanity in San Francisco. 49ers opened as high as 13 and a half. Arizona money all week was bet down to 11 and a half, then 11, then 10 and a half, then 10, then nine and a half. Well, that last touchdown on the, and then again, this is a game where San Fran trailed with 30 seconds to play. Uh, Arizona did a little fumble ruski, did not work well. Niners end up winning by 10. Game flies over the total. Fortunately, I didn't have this one. I'm going to go back to the beginning of college football season, and the same thing happened. Northwestern and Stanford, last play of the game, quarterback goes back, sack, fumble, touchdown. So uh, it doesn't get any worse than that if you had uh, Arizona, number one. If you had the worst of the line and only got 10, uh, we've talked about that numerous times on this show. But, you know, it's one of those plays. Interesting thing is, had they reviewed it, would it have still been a touchdown? Supposedly, they did review it, and it was still a touchdown. I'm not sure that I buy it. And again, it only made a difference if you bet that game late. If you bet it during the week, it made no difference. Arizona plus 13 and a half, or 12 and a half, 11 and a half, 10 and a half. Didn't make a difference. If you bet it on game day, it made a huge difference in your Arizona ticket or your San Francisco ticket. I'll give anyone that had the Niners... Hey, <laughs> thank your lucky stars on that one. It does happen once in a while, as Ralph mentioned. It happened, and the play was different for North. I watched both of them. The Northwestern play, the quarterback dropped back to pass. This was one of those you knew it was going to be one of those fumble ruski dealios. If you had Arizona in your pocket, you're just like, just somebody fall on it and tap them down. That wasn't the case. Insanity in the sports books here in Las Vegas with that finish. Yesterday was a very bad day for the books. All right, they lost all the key decisions, and the biggest one was probably New England winning ugly in Philly. Eagles got off to a 10-0 lead. Then their right tackle, Lane Johnson, got hurt. They didn't score another point. <laughs> Patriots 17, Eagles 10. Very disappointing loss for Philadelphia in a game. They got off to a pretty good start out and did a phenomenal job of shutting down Tom Brady and company. But without a healthy offensive line, without their top two pass catchers, Eagles offense did nothing yesterday. 
Yeah, the amazing thing to me is that, I mean, their offense just went to crap right after that offensive line injury. And you don't think a right tackle is going to be that big of a difference, but uh, they they just seem to fall apart when whenever he did. And, you know, give Brady credit. I mean, people don't often come out and say, well, I want revenge for a Super Bowl loss. And hell, he did come out and he backed it up. Yeah, and uh, I mean, that was a game I talked about all week. Oh, yeah, I lean Philly. I'm not pulling the trigger. I lean Philly. I'm not pulling the trigger. Uh, you know, the Patriots find ways to win games like that. They did it yesterday, much to the chagrin of every sportsbook director here in Las Vegas. But New England winning wasn't the only bad result for the house. What about the missed two-point conversion from Detroit? Lions and Cowboys. There was nothing but Dallas money in that game. Closed seven and a half at most books. Lions get the touchdown, but they go for two and they don't make it end up losing by eight. Oh, that was a bad two point conversion for bookmakers here in Nevada. It sure was. And, you know, you, you, you talk about Driscoll keeping the game close. Uh, we know that Joe Public didn't think they would keep it close. We know that Dallas got out to the lead and sort of just reeled it back in. You know, they didn't care once they had the win. They were coming off that loss against Minnesota, and any win would do them happy. But uh, those damn pesky two-point conversions. Dak Prescott, another brilliant effort for Dallas in a game where Zeke Elliott did not dominate on the ground. Well, we talked about a couple of games that were bad for the books. This is another one. Saints go wire to wire in Tampa Bay. The public saw this one coming, and the public cashed in, laying the points on the road with New Orleans. Another Jameis Winston turnover fest. Bruce Arians sounded pretty frustrated after the game. We'll see what happens in Tampa moving forward at the QB position. But the bottom line is, right now, my powerings go New England 1, New Orleans 2. And the Saints certainly showed that yesterday. They did. And this is a game that you just throw the box score out. When the Saints had a 20 to nothing lead, the game's over. The defense plays what they have to do. The offense does what they have to do. And you look at the box score and you say, oh, Tampa Bay outgained them. Again, this is one of those box scores that you throw out, you don't look at. I'll tell you what, if I were head coach and Jameis threw four more picks last night, he would not be my quarterback. Yeah, but he's still the Bucs quarterback moving forward. We'll talk about Tampa and their upcoming schedule uh, later in the week. Uh, let's do one more before the break, because this we talked about all the public cleaning up, public cleaned up, public cleaned up, public cleaned up. Guess what? The wise guys had a good day yesterday, too. And the number one wise guy play of the day was the Atlanta Falcons plus the points. That was no sweat at all. Falcons wire to wire. Another dominant defensive effort from a team that really didn't show any defense at all over the first half of the campaign. It surprised me. I was against the wise guys in this game. Uh, you know, a, a loss for me. I thought the Panthers would show up. I thought the Falcons' performance was more an anomaly. Uh, color me wrong in this one. When we come back here on Wager Talk, we're going to continue our NFL discussion. What did we learn? What can we take away moving forward when Wager Talk continues? Stay on the grid.
NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect flowy spring dress for Mother's Day as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel-good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes, and Stafford and Mutual Weave for him, style and comfort for all, even big and tall, plus even more for the whole family like Levi's and Exertion. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? I think my battery's dead. With free battery testing and charging, we can help you get back on the road. So what if I need a new one? We have the right Duralast battery for you, only at AutoZone. And what about my old battery? We can recycle it right here at America's number one battery destination. Restrictions apply. You can find me on Twitter at Teddy underscore covers. You can find Ralph on Twitter at CalSportsLV. Forget about Twitter for a minute. Let's talk about YouTube. All right. You should be following the Sports Grid Network on YouTube. All fantasy and sports wagering all the time. Again, Sports Grid Network on YouTube. And, of course, on Instagram at TV. Get on the grid. What do we say? That's what you should be doing if you're watching the show. Make sure that you're getting access to everything that we do. Again, Sports Grid Network on YouTube at Sports Grid TV on Instagram. We're doing NFL recap going game by game. What did we learn? What takeaways can we use moving forward for this week? Let's start. Well, let's continue down in Miami. We're the hottest team in the NFL against the point spread. The Dolphins, they hadn't lost a point spread result since September. They lost one yesterday. Buffalo bounced back strong. Bills look good against another bad team. The lesson I took away from this game, Teddy, is just motivation and scheduling spots. When Buffalo played Miami the first time, they were coming off New England. They were coming off a road win at Tennessee, and they had a home game against Philadelphia on deck. They got outgained in that game. Well, 
When a team covers five in a row, you get noticed. When a team covers, wins two games in a row outright, they get noticed. When a team came into your home and outgained you, they get noticed. So all of a sudden now, where everyone may have been looking past Miami the first few weeks, they now have the full attention of their opponent. And I think that's what we saw with the Bills. And that's such a key point, Ralph. When it when there's a focus level against a bottom tier foe, the team that's focused is going to win. You can put you can look at that across sports. That works in the NBA. That works in the NFL. And it certainly worked yesterday. The wise guys all over the Bills. That game closed minus seven. Another wise guy special where the books got beat. Here's another one. The book. I don't know if the books got beaten badly on this one. The sharp money was definitely on Denver, Minnesota. An impressive comeback win. We'll give them credit, but a lot of the comeback. And, of course, uh, four drives four in the second half for Minnesota, four touchdowns in the second half for Minnesota. All that being said, much of that was the Broncos shooting themselves in the foot again and again, and Denver still got the money as underdogs in Minnesota. Well, you know, I didn't expect anything out of Brandon Allen. If you watched that first game against Cleveland, he had one long pass that the Browns missed numerous tackles, and his other long completion was the bad pass. And the same thing happened again this time. So uh, I'm going to look for those opportunities to play against Allen because he clearly has not been as good as his 1-1 and record is and his 2-0 and ATS record is. Although I don't know how many chances you're going to get how many more chances he'll go ahead get to go against him? He covered yesterday, and talk is we could see Drew Locke in the not-too-distant future for Denver Allen, not their long-term answer at QB. Sunday night football recap. This game stayed under. If you bet the under, that was the right side. From a side perspective, it was a sweat till the end. Well, a sweat until there's about three minutes to play when Jared Goff finally threw a good pass into the end zone. Trubisky. Rough night, benched at the end. They said it was his hip. A lot of questions for the Bears moving forward, sitting at four and six. That was a game they had to have last night, and they didn't get it. Sunday night football, Trubisky stinks again. So you mean to tell me when Matt Nagy was whispering in Trubisky's ear when he was about to pull him, he was telling him that, oh, your hip hurts, we better sit you? So I... To me, it's just chaos. Trubisky's not an NFL quarterback anymore. Bears defense is legit. Um, you know, all Collinsworth kept talking about was how the rush attack changed for the Rams and how they were more physical. Well, you know, 100 and, 110 yards, whatever they had on 30 carries, doesn't make them that good, albeit they were playing a great defense. Uh I, again, I'm just, I'm just, the Rams offense shocks me that how inept it is and 283 yards at home and 13 first downs didn't help my case last night. No, uh, of course the Rams were playing without five offensive starters. They had two rookies making their NFL starting debuts on the right hand of the offensive line. Those rookies handled <laughs> the Bears defensive front very well. Khalil Mack, zero sacks, zero tackles. So for all the struggles of the Rams last night, they got the money. Chicago did not. I thought Nick Foles had a good chance to be a difference maker in his return to the lineup for Jacksonville. Instead, it was okay, but the Jags defense couldn't get off the field. Indy ran the ball down their throats. Even after Marlon Mack got hurt, 
Colts win and cover in a pretty dominating performance. Well, I know what you, I know what I took out of the game. Mac had 14 carries, 109 yards. He goes out. Williams, 116 yards on 13 carries. Two running backs, over 100 yards, each with 13 or 14 carries. What does that mean? It means you have a hell of an O-line, and the Colts showed it yesterday. Sure. All that said, the Jacksonville Jaguars' defense was not good in that ballgame. Couldn't get off the uh, field uh, on third downs. It didn't give their offense a chance to really take over the game. That being said, after the Jags scored their first touchdown, their offense didn't do a whole lot the rest of the way. So this one got me yesterday. Uh, I liked Houston. I took Houston plus the points. Lamar gave a wow yesterday. Deshaun, not so much. Ravens and under get the money. That's the worst performance I've seen from Deshaun Jack, uh, Deshaun Watson as a pro. The Ravens defense, every bit as good as their offense. That was a let's move them up in the power ratings type of performance from Baltimore. And if you look at their point spread next week, you see the markets aren't sleeping on the Ravens anymore. Color me impressed. Uh, you know, Lamar Jackson has shown me he could do some things, but it's that defense holding Houston to 232 yards. The pressure they got on on Deshaun Watson was amazing. Uh, the, the rush defense was there holding Houston to 4.1 yards per carry. Uh, Baltimore legit. Uh, you have New England one still. Do you have Baltimore as your number two team in the AFC, Teddy? Uh, in the AFC, yes. I have New Orleans number two overall. And I have Baltimore grouped in with a number of the other teams uh, that's about two to three points below uh, where I have the Saints and the Patriots in my power ratings. That's the first time Deshaun Watson has lost a game by more than a touchdown in his NFL career. Impressive showing for Baltimore. Of course, that's very much factoring the points. But you see the number for Monday Night Football next week? Ravens minus three, minus three and a half on the road at the L.A. Rams. The Raiders dominated the game against Cincy yesterday. The Bengals, another team, they scored one touchdown and then spent the rest of the game doing not a whole lot. But at least Oakland didn't cover. That would have been the icing on the cake for a disaster day for the sports books. Bengals got the money. Oakland pretty much dominated the game. Raiders sweep their three-game homestand. Just no long plays. Oakland was very happy to take the air out of the balloon, slow down the pace. Uh, you know, you're looking at their longest play of the day was a 32-yard pass to Waller. Bengals' longest play of the day, a 30-yard run by Mixon. And Ryan Finley, uh, you know, a quarterback who's not ready to play, 13 of 31 for 115 yards. Yeah, it's not just the quarterback who's not ready to play. I'm not convinced that coaching staff is ready to play either. Uh, it's a Bengals team that when they cover, it will be because opponents aren't focused and opponents don't bring their A game, not because Cincinnati's doing something right. One last game to recap in the NFL, and let's talk about the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. That was dominant against the Redskins. That was a destruction from start to finish. Sam Darnold with one of his best games of the pro, and the Redskins coming off a bye. Well, so much for momentum. <laughs> so much for being prepped off the bye. Washington looked awful yesterday, start to finish. Well, my son's not talking to me, Teddy. 
we're in a fantasy team, and a couple weeks ago we got rid of Darnold, and we had Russell Wilson, so we had to figure out someone to get for the bye. So I said, get Allen. He's he's playing Carolina. They're playing Atlanta. We'll bench Darnold. We'll take Allen. Oops. Maybe my son will talk to me before next week. Yeah. Big oops. When we come back, Monday Night Football, side, total, props. Stay tuned right here on Wager Talk. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER terms and conditions apply. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up like Mother's Day and the wind down tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect flowy spring dress for Mother's Day as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel-good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes, and Stafford and Mutual Weave for him, style and comfort for all, even big and tall, plus even more for the whole family like Levi's and Exertion. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? I think my battery's dead. With free battery testing and charging, we can help you get back on the road. So what if I need a new one? We have the right Duralast battery for you, only at AutoZone. And what about my old battery? We can recycle it right here at America's number one battery destination. Restrictions apply. want two risk-free wagers up to $1,000? Go to pointsbet.com grid and open up a PointsBet sports wagering account. Enter the promo code GRID, G-R-I-D, and you'll get two risk-free bets up to $1,000. In addition to traditional betting, PointsBet also offers its own betting concept where customers are rewarded by how much they win their bet. For example, if you're playing tonight's NFL game and you bet the Chiefs, As favorites in Mexico City by minus four and a half and they beat the Chargers by seven, you'll receive seven times your stake. That's pointsbet.com slash grid. Enter promo code grid and get your two risk-free bets up to $1,000 today. Gambling problem? Call 100 Gambler. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website 
for details. It is Monday, Ralph, and it is football season, and that means it's time to talk Monday Night Football. This is a game a lot of people are excited about. The Kansas City Chiefs and the L.A. Chargers neutral site in altitude in Mexico City. Casey, it says minus five. You can find minus four and a half, minus five, minus five and a half right now. This is not a line that is the same whatever book you go to. That being said, five not necessarily considered to be a key number in the NFL. That being said, if you like KC, find a four and a half. If you like LA, find a five and a half. That's basic betting 101. Total tonight, 53. There are some 52 and a halves out there. Um, despite the fact the game being played in altitude, and a lot of people worried about not just one, but both defenses wearing down in the second half. KC certainly has defensive issues. That being said, they have an offense that can go crazy on any given night. We saw the Chargers last week have a bad game in Oakland. Phillip Rivers made mistakes. They didn't execute in the red zone. And they squandered a number of chances. That's kind of been the story of the Chargers' season so far. Can they keep it close? Last year, of course, these two teams, uh, KC won an opening day in L.A., and the Chargers stole one in KC, rallied back in the literally stole it in the last two or three minutes of the game uh, with a couple of late touchdowns that were very fortuitous. He had L.A. in that ballgame. Bottom line tonight, Chiefs minus 553 Chargers. What's your take, Ralph Michael? Couple takes, Teddy. First off, you said a neutral game. Isn't every Chargers game basically a neutral game? It seems like there's over half of the opponents rooting against them. They may actually have a better crowd edge because like when you had a game like the Steelers, you had a 70% road crowd edge for your game. Secondly, the five, since they moved back the extra point in 2015, did you know a five has occurred more than two, four, eight, or nine? So five is no it. longer a dead number since 2015 with the extra point getting moved back. That's a, that's a fantastic point, Ralph. And that's worth talking about for just a second. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to cut you off real quick uh, and jump in here because the prevailing wisdom is you don't worry so much about fives, you know, four and a half, five, five and a half. Yeah, whatever. The modern era, Ralph is saying five's worth more than two, five's worth more than four, five's worth more than six all of which are considered to be important numbers in the NFL. Five, not as dead as it used to be. And a long-term sample size, say, yeah, it's dead. A short-term sample size since 2015, as Ralph just brought, means five's not dead. Lay four and a half, take five and a half, it matters. Sorry, continue. Well, and, and again, Teddy, I'm using 215 as the sample size because the NFL scoring completely changed with the extra point line getting moved back. Sure. You used to not have missed extra points. So, you know, now we have missed extra points every Sunday and multiple extra points, which puts that numbers in a different perspective. You know, my other thought on Mexico City is this. I'm on the under. We, we've seen record field goals in Denver with an altitude of 5,000. Folks, this altitude is 7,000 feet. It is an extra 40% higher than Denver. You're going to see people trying 50 or 60-yard field goals tonight. What does that happen? Well, either they make them and we get three points, or we're getting excellent field goal field position because of missed field goals where you're not getting to the 
40 yard line and punting, which are under, which are over killers and good for the under. So the altitude, the tire defenses, I am leaning with the over on this one, Teddy. Well, let's get into the prop shop right then. While you're talking field goals, we can start with field goals. Tons of props, obviously, to talk about, as we like to every Monday. Made field goals over three and a half. And the over is a big dog, plus 135. The under three and a half field goals, minus 155. You think, because my, my thought process for this game is, gee, you don't want field goals in this game. You know, if you're playing the Chiefs, you got to score touchdowns. But if they're taking shots from 50 plus, Maybe the over three and a half plus 135 makes sense, Ralph. Well, it depends. They have to be in that position to take them. But, you know, if we get an, an extra field goal try at the end of the half, that's a big, you know, that's one third or just it's, it's you know, almost what you need, about 30% of what you need to cover three and a half. Um, and yeah, even if you like the over, a lot of people equate, well, three and a half field goals means it's an under game. Not always, if you have enough scoring opportunities, which when you have the Chiefs involved, that happens very often. Sure. We've seen uh, last Monday night go over three and a half, and, and no issues with the total in that one. Chiefs team total sitting at over under 29. I'm using the numbers from Caesars Sportsbook, uh, uh, from the Caesars properties here in Las Vegas. Chiefs team total over under 29. I saw there were some 30s out there early in the day at some spots. I'm not sure theirs are still there. Chargers team total over under. 24 any interest team total tonight uh ralph uh are we what are we thinking total wise for this one because you like the under is that is one of the two teams that you think is going to have a harder time scoring no i like the over teddy i oh, the over, I, I, I clearly i clearly like the over here and therefore i'm i'm going the chiefs over because if you like the over you're going to count on the chiefs to score to me um i actually like the chiefs total over more than i like the game over itself uh, it makes a ton of sense. I could have sworn you said under. Uh, and, I, and I was scratching my head because in an altitude, you expect the defenses to wear down. Uh, that's certainly a piece uh, of the equation. Let's talk some alternate point spread. All right. If you think the Chargers are going to win and win by margin, you can lay three and a half with the Chargers and get a plus 300, a three to one return on that. The Chiefs minus 11 and a half at plus 240, under 46 and a half. Uh, sorry, over 46 and a half. You can get uh, the, the unders minus 255. Now, I'm saying that. I did that backwards. Uh, under 46 and a half, uh, the under is plus 215. Over 60 and a half, the over plus 255. Any of the plus prices intrigue you on some of the alternate sides and totals here? It doesn't, although I'm a fan of the over and I think KC is going to score. You know, getting to 60, I don't think there's enough value there. Patrick Mahomes over under 319 and a half passing yards. And here's something you don't see all the time. Patrick Mahomes over under two and a half touchdowns for tonight passes. Normally the line is one and a half for quarterbacks. Here it's two and a half, the over at plus 120. Mahomes being asked to throw 320 yards and three three knees to cash over tickets tonight. Well, let's see. I'm looking at a Chargers defense that has had allowed over 65% in every game this year. I'm looking at a Chargers pass defense that's allowing 72% completions over, over on both of those. Right on. Philip Rivers, 272 and a half passing yards. His touchdown total sitting at one and a half, the over minus 145. Anything on Philip Rivers for tonight, Ralph? 
I'm not excited about that over because, you know, if he can run the ball with Eckler and Gordon and Jackson, you know, the KC defense has allowed 5.1 yards per carry. You know, a lot of that is because they were gashed last week for almost nine yards per carry against Tennessee. But the season to date numbers still show KC can be run on, which is what the Chargers would like to do. Let's talk some player props here. I'm going to run through a whole handful of them. You tell me anything that catches your eye. Austin Eckler, rushing and receiving yards, over under 58 and a half. Melvin Gordon, rushing yards, over under 74 and a half. Tyreek Hill, receiving yards, 89 and a half. That's pretty high. Keenan Allen at 65 and a half. Sammy Watkins at 56 and a half. Travis Kelsey at 68 and a half. Anything there stand out when it comes to the skill position talent over or under tonight, Ralph? Well, you know, Melvin Gordon, it was, is he going to be back? Is he not going to be back? 20 carries and 22 carries the last two weeks. I think he's the main back. I would lean that over. And, Teddy, I've got a first player to score a touchdown that I rarely talk about, but I think there's some value this week. What's your first player to score a touchdown? I'm interested in that because we don't normally talk about first player to score a touchdown because when you're talking about the props that are yes or no, two options, you clearly calculate what the house takeout is. It's usually minus 110 at the most minus 115. When you start talking first player two and they list 20 guys out there, now your juice often equates to minus 160, minus 180, even minus $2 on some of these. And of course, if there are 20 guys listed, 19 of them aren't going to score the first touchdown. Someone you like tonight, it's got to be a big plus price. Who's that, Ralph? Well, you know, it's not, but here's the reason. You look at KC's receivers with touchdowns. Kelsey, three. Hill, five. Watkins, three. Hardman, five. Robinson, three. You could get Tyreek Hill at plus eight to one, and you're getting the best receiver who's only played a few games and has as many touchdowns as the other. Normally, your top guy is plus three or 400. He's plus 800 tonight. I, I, Hey, it's a fun bet, but I bet it. I think there's some value in it. Eight to one on Tyreek Hill to score the first TD. Ralph says value in that equation. I apologize. I had NBA and college hoops scheduled. We don't have time. We spent too much time on Monday Night Football, and I know some of you aren't too disappointed in that. All that being said, we like to keep this a sports central for gamblers. That includes NBA. That includes college hoops. So if you don't get it today... You better check back tomorrow. Sorry, we ran out of time in this segment. When we come back, Arthur DeCesar from the Link Sportsbook, Caesar Entertainment, here in Las Vegas. He'll break down carnage for the sportsbooks yesterday and Saturday. Stay tuned when Wager Talk continues. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help. 
Call 1-800-GAMBLER. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring, and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect flowy spring dress for Mother's Day, as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel-good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you, something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes, and Stafford and Mutual Weave for him, style and comfort for all, even big and tall, plus even more for the whole family like Levi's and Exertion. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. Get in zone, auto zone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? I think my battery's dead. With free battery testing and charging, we can help you get back on the road. So what if I need a new one? We have the right Duralast battery for you, only at AutoZone. And what about my old battery? We can recycle it right here at America's number one battery destination. Restrictions apply. Breaking news here on Wager Talk. As soon as I see it, I like to give it out. Kyrie Irving will sit for the Brooklyn Nets tonight. The market's already moving on that one. That is official as of about two minutes ago. So if you want to get involved in the Nets-Pacers game tonight, no, Kyrie Irving is not going to play. Every Monday, we get the joy. I mean, honestly, it's a joy. I really enjoy this segment. I know you out there in listener and viewer lands enjoy this segment based on the feedback that we've gotten. What do we got? We got Arthur DeCesar from the Link Sportsbook, one of the Caesars Entertainment properties here in Las Vegas. I'm going to say happy Monday, Art. I'm not convinced it's a happy Monday. How are you holding up this Monday morning? Uh, appreciate the, the warm welcome, Teddy. I'm a little woozy. I'm not going to lie. It's probably a standing eight count right now. Oh, well, uh, we'll get into the carnage from the weekend in just a moment. Let's start with Monday Night Football. Uh, Ralph and I just broke down the game. Certainly, it has the feel of a high-scoring game when you're talking about Mexico City and defense is getting tired in altitude. Yet, this total is not going through the roof. Side's not going through the roof either. I know you guys had a rough day yesterday. What's going on for tonight? Chiefs and Chargers, Monday Night Football. Who do you need, side and total? And how? most importantly, how badly do you need them? What's your parlay liability going into this game? Yeah, absolutely. You know what, Teddy? It's funny. I was listening to you guys before I came on. And, yeah, I agree. I mean, what you would think is everybody is on the over, but it hasn't moved. And everybody's on the Chiefs. So, uh, honestly, if the Chiefs an over hit, that's going to be our biggest uh, backbreaker of the weekend. Um, yeah, so we are big Chargers and under fans tonight. And, honestly, I'm not feeling that great about it. <laughs> you know, Arthur, Teddy and I are very polite when you come on the show. And, you know, we act – uh, a little bit remorseful that you had a bad week. But to be honest with you, we're happy when you have a bad weekend because 
it means the public won and, you know, or the Sharps won and we're part of that. So with that being said, uh, it was it was finally a day where the books paid a little bit back on the weekend. And from this past Sunday, Cowboys, Saints, Patriots, which hurt was the worst and was one of them by a significant margin. Well, let me first say this, Ralph. You guys should be gloating. You guys, I mean, you know, the publics, the sharps, everyone killed us. You guys are gentlemen, though, for not gloating. Um, you know, we all know this is a week in and week out thing. But as far as the games on Sunday go, our biggest loss was the Cowboys, then the Patriots, then the Saints. So Cowboys number one, Patriots number two, Saints number three. So that missed two-point conversion, uh, were you watching the game? I mean, when you see something like that, does it give you heartburn? You know what, Teddy? <laughs> I just, you, you watch the NFL. I, I think I've said this on the show before. You're amazed by how bad the kicking is and how bad coaching is. I mean, yes, we were sitting there like, what? What is going on right now? I mean, yeah, we, we were, uh, we definitely let out a big groan on that one. I'll say that. Uh, I'm sure, though. I mean, the analytics on being down by 14 and scoring the first TD and going for two are really clear. That's the move, you know, that's the advanced move. That's the 2019 move. I don't hold Patricia to blame for it. The execution on the two-point conversion, another story entirely. And, of course, in the line sitting in that seven, seven and a half, eight range, it's a problem. No, for sure. I get that everyone's on the analytic tray now and all that type of stuff. But, you know, I always look at it like this. When books need Jameis Winston and Jeff Driscoll, we're in trouble. <laughs> I mean, I mean, we're in trouble. Winston's going to throw four picks like he did. And Jeff Driscoll is basically a quarterback from Louisiana Tech. He's not an NFL quarterback. I mean, you know, so it's tough when those are the guys we're relying on. Let's talk about the ending in San Francisco yesterday, where uh, on the final play of the game, the Cardinals played a little fumble ruski, ended up getting returned for a touchdown, ended up being a win by 10 for San Francisco. I don't believe they attempted the extra point. Uh, after that, uh, they just left the field, and that was that. 36-26. Was that a good result for the link? Was that a bad result for the link? How did you make out on the insanity of that 49ers-Cardinals ending? You know what? It actually helped us. We were going to – if that doesn't happen and they end up winning by four of the 49ers, we probably would have – that could have been our second worst result of the day. I mean, everybody wow. seemed to be on Arizona. But – that that definitely helped because, like you said, there were nine and a halfs and tens and all that. So that was huge for us. That really helped. I mean, listen, you know, we still got murdered yesterday, but, it, you know, at least we got a little bit back on that. <laughs> you know, Arthur, just a couple more games to talk about in the NFL uh, because, you know, we had Minnesota, we had Carolina, we had the hottest ATS team, Miami. But the wise guys were on the Falcons, the Broncos, and the Bills. Did it hurt you guys at the Caesar Sportsbooks overall and at Link specifically? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, you know, I know how you guys said, you know, Miami's basically covered every game since September. Um, I, I think people were smart enough to realize, hey, it's still the Dolphins. They're still trying to lose and get, you know, a high draft pick and this, that, and the other. And the Bills definitely did what they had to do. The Falcon game, I, I mean, I, I'll say this personally. I was on Carolina. I, I mean, I, I, I couldn't believe that Atlanta came out like that. And the, the Bronco game would have been 
really nice if the Broncos could have won outright for us. That would have been nice. Um, you know, could have killed some money line stuff and whatnot. But, yeah, I mean, you know, basically the only game that was good for us was the Ravens. So every other game, not good. Well, let's talk about the Raiders uh, because the link is on the strip. Of course, Caesars is on the strip. The locals' casinos here in Vegas are dealing with major issues when it comes to the Oakland Raiders right now and the Raiders' money every week. Are you having those same type of concerns at the link? And how was that Raiders' result for you yesterday? Yeah, you know what, Teddy? It's funny. When you texted me that yesterday, I went and I actually looked it up for yesterday. Outside the Sunday night game, which, you know, is always going to be basically the most highly bet game of the day, Cowboys, and then obviously Patriots-Eagles sitting there at the primetime 1 o'clock game, the best game of the day. The Raiders was the fourth most bet game of the day for us. So I don't know how we're going to compare to local joints, but, I mean, we're definitely seeing a lot of Raider money. There's no doubt about it. And the Raiders was well, a great result for us. So um, that, that was actually a good one right below the Ravens. So I, I misspoke when I said Ravens was the only good one. We did make a little bit of money on the Bengals there. But, yeah, we're seeing a lot of Raiders money. There's no doubt about it. All right, let me ask you this. You know, is, is, it, is the Raiders money coming in because it's just a late game? Have, were all your late games higher volumes than your early games? No, not necessarily. I mean, I, you know, obviously the Patriot game was – the second most bet game of the day behind the Sunday night game. So that was a late game, but you know, that's Patriots Eagles. That's basically like the national game. If you want to call it at one o'clock, four o'clock East coast. Um, yeah. I just think like, you know, when we're in the casino every Sunday, you see so much Raider gear. There's just so many, Ra- obviously it's a West coast team. They're coming here next year. I-, I don't know. I just think people are starting to really latch on like that stadium's coming up. Hey, we have the Raiders now let's bet the Raiders. Well, we saw some some weird results this past week. How much did that affect any lines for next week? Any early money on the NFL where this week's results tweaked some some of those look ahead numbers we were looking at? You know what? There the, there really hasn't been anything that's jumped out. The only thing that has moved a point was uh, the Eagles were minus two and a half uh, at home against Seattle. Now they're one and a half. But besides that, nothing yet, to be honest with you. It's a, some weeks you see something move three, four point. Yeah, nothing yet. Nothing of real significance. Yeah, of course. It's still early on Monday. You're allowed not to have a full NFL card uh, and know where all the money's coming for next Sunday. Uh, that being said, the biggest mover, Art saying, well, Seahawks getting respect against Philadelphia based on what we thought the lines were going to be from last week. Let's talk a little Saturday college football recap. Oklahoma Sooners comeback. Was that good for you guys? Minnesota's missed extra point. I know that was good for you guys. Any other big result uh, on Saturday to speak of, good or bad, uh, at the Caesars properties here in Vegas? Uh, Once again, Saturday had the same feel as Sunday. Great day for the public. Our best result by far was Iowa. Iowa was a great result for us. Um, Our worst result of the day was Bama. Alabama, who rolled, despite the Tua thing. Uh, USC and Oregon late night hurt us. Uh, but that, you know, it's funny, that Oklahoma game, it actually, we, we personally at the link, Baylor was actually a decent uh, result for us. So, you know, 
not that, but, but once again, not a great Saturday day at all. I mean, it just, but yeah, like you said, that extra point, that extra point definitely helped us. So we, we were loving that in the Iowa game. You know, yeah, Arthur, so, uh, oh, yeah, <laughs> overall on Saturday, you had a losing day. Well, I want to ask you this. For, for eight straight weeks, we've talked about how Ohio State kicked you guys in the teeth. Did you still get Ohio State money with the crazy line? Ralph, 100% we did. Now, it wasn't like it's been. Um, you know, I mean, that was an insane spread. But, yeah, people were, <laughs> people, you know where people were at, though? People were more on the first half. Let me just do the first half, Ohio State, you know, 34 and a half, 35. You know, let them be up 42 nothing, and then if they blow the late cover for the game, I'm not worried about that. So there was more people kind of jumping on that first half Ohio State move. So Monday Night NBA, uh, anything of note for this evening when we shift our focus to the hardwoods? Uh, I've seen wise guy support, public support. There's a decent NBA slate uh, for Monday night. Any action worth talking about from uh, the Link Sportsbook here in Las Vegas? I think the most, the two most interesting things when you just look at ATS is the Spurs. They're three and ten ATS. They're at Dallas with maybe the MVP of the league, Doncic. So that should be an interesting game. Mavs are minus five. Um, be very, very interesting to see what happens in that game. And then we've talked about this a couple times. I know te- uh, Ralph's brought it up. The Suns still covering nine and two. I mean, they're incredible, and they are at home against Boston, laying points. So I believe it's three and a half. So that so those are two interesting ones just to keep your eye on. Arthur, just let's finish it up. College hoops. We know the volume is still low in November, but we've seen some good games. We've seen some good upsets. Any college hoops action to talk about for this evening? Yeah, you know what, Rocky? You're, you're, you're absolutely right. I mean, I, you know, I was looking at kind of our college basketball handle in these first, you know, 12 days. I mean, we're like at a 2% hold right now. I mean, you know, the action's low, but I will say this, where you're seeing people win is on the over-unders. People are winning totals, but spreads, parlays, teasers, we're cleaning up on that. But as far as tonight, how about Evansville? Evansville is laying two against SMU, and Evansville's coming off that impressive win against Kentucky, and SMU's 0-3 ATS. That's a very interesting game. Yeah, pretty big win for Evansville over the weekend. No doubt about that. Arthur DeCesar from The Link. Time for you to talk about what's going on in the Caesars properties this week and what's going on at The Link specifically. Promos and plugs go to town. we got about a little less than a minute. Absolutely. Gentlemen, once again, thank you for having me on. I love this. This is this is the best part of my Monday. But, guys, just come check us down at The Link, man. we got all the great stuff happening, you know, all these fan caves, great place to watch games. It's just a really fun, young, you know, atmosphere. So just come check us out guys. And, you know, we hope to see you guys all down there and check me out on Twitter at art 21. I'll talk to you guys next week. Sounds good art, but your Twitter, I can't retweet you. You have it on uh, uh, like some kind of restricted thing where I can't even give your tweets the love uh, they deserve. Check out your settings, brother. We'll talk to you next Monday. If not before. We'll be back right here on Wager Talk. Stay on the grid.
NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up like Mother's Day and the wind-down tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect flowy spring dress for Mother's Day as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel-good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes, and Stafford and Mutual Weave for him, style and comfort for all, even big and tall, plus even more for the whole family like Levi's and Exertion. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. Get in zone, auto zone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? My check engine light's on. Mm, that could hurt your gas mileage. The AutoZone free fix finder service can help find the fix for free. This whole report for free? That's right. Printed and on your phone for free. But what if the fix is too tough? We'll recommend a local shop. Fix finder only at AutoZone. AutoZone. Restrictions apply. In the aftermath of that last second, actually, you know, it wasn't the last second. The, the, the clock was at zero for quite some time when the touchdown for San Fran was scored on the final play of the game yesterday. In light of that fumble six for the touchdown on the final play of the game, I saw some tweets afterwards, Ralph. There were lots of people say, I've never seen anything like that before. Does that ever happen in an NFL game? That ever happen anywhere? Well. Has it? Well, you know, Teddy, you told me this was in, so I had to look it up. So I had to Google the New York Times from November 16th, 2008. Alan Schwartz wrote the article, and Teddy, in quotes, it was chaos. The prominent professional handicapper, Teddy Cervansky, told me a few minutes after the dust finally cleared and he caught his breath, I've never seen anything like it. I went downstairs and started to smash things, Teddy said. And then the worst part is they broke to 60 minutes. Finish the story, Teddy. Sure. All right, let's start. It's November 16th, 2008. I have a huge bet on the San Diego Chargers. I think it was plus four and a half at Pittsburgh. And that was an ugly defensive struggle throughout. And it's Steelers. It was Chargers 10, Steelers 8. 
<laughs> in the closing seconds. And Pittsburgh scores a touchdown. Oh, it gets wiped out on penalty. And they end up kicking the field goal. And it's going to be an 11-10 final. You just got to sweat that last play of the game. They played fumble Ruski. Troy Palomalo picks up the ball, gets in the end zone. Touchdown. Everyone goes crazy. People are going crazy. The sports books, people are going crazy everywhere that they are. Because that changed the spread result. And obviously, the NFL replayed review to end up getting canceled. The touchdown didn't exist. 11 to 10 final. Chargers get the money. It was a huge swing for the books. The books won millions on that touchdown being overturned. Worked out pretty well for me as well on that particular day. I won my bet with the Chargers. And I got a New York Times quote. That never hurts, Ralph. Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, it's part of gaming. Remember those those lucky ones because you always remember the ones that go against you much more frequently. <laughs> That's the truth of it. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day to hang with Ralph and I. Thank you to Arthur Caesar for joining us. Stay tuned for At the Window with Drew Martin and Sean Guastamacchia coming up right now here on the Sports Grid TV Network. We'll be back in 23 hours. 